yes conflict came in mm -hmm. and it is there to still kill and destroy and it does it for about 40 percent of marriages yeah right and as a consequence of that many of those children are that are in those marriages yep. then become mentally unwell wow. and so it's like a cycle it's an unraveling that begins to happen yep. and it starts with conflict and when conflict isn't properly managed with patient mm -hmm. compromise or resolution then we fight and flight it's like you're too close to the edge we gonna push you forward a few steps ahead it's that edge life oh, oh gotta get it in your head baby welcome to the edge life you're too close to the edge we gonna push you forward a few steps ahead it's that edge life oh, oh gotta get it in your head welcome to the edge life What is going on, What's good going people? On? Hey, you have made it to episode number 51 of The Edge. Like, look, yes. wait, wait, baby, we are literally almost Five there. One. Next week, we Man, will have our week. 52nd Woo! episode. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that is definitely, that is definitely like a round of applause because, I mean, honestly speaking, did you think that we would have made it like almost one year? Like for real. Yeah, like next week is literally next year a, is it? A whole year of oh weeks. A whole oh year my of podcast. I knew we would make it this time, you know, because I just I saw the determination. And tonight we have a really phenomenal topic. But tell them what Edge and Associates is all about before we jump to that. Oh man, Edge and Associates is really about helping business people and entrepreneurs just like yourself you. create stories of purpose that matter. So listen, if if you are trying to to really get to that place to where, where you can find purpose, you can live purpose, you can see purpose, we're about helping you get there. Now, that's really what we do. Yeah, we do that on purpose. On, on purpose, absolutely. On, on purpose, <laughs> yes. We are your relationship champions, and that's tonight it. we are going to talk about it. We're, we're going to talk, talk about, about relationships. That's right. T tonight is going down as we're really talking about, do you want a great relationship? Do you want it? And we're going to talk specifically about four habits that all relationships Relationships must have like, every single one. It, it's not like an accident. It's like you literally, if you want to be in a good, positive, healthy, like a <gasps> relationship, literally, you gotta have these four like, things. They don't happen by chance. Like no. it's choosing, and no. that's why we say habits. So right. these are practices. Absolutely, these are things that are wired into your brain um, that you do because they are wired into your brain. Absolutely. So we've got to make these four habits practices practice practice now, practice now, now i'm gonna say this um this is extremely important to, so important. to both of us you yeah. know i know you know you spoke about us being like really being relationship champions and really wanting to see people at their best and yeah. at their peak place and and literally you know i'm reminded you know when i go back to to genesis 2 18 where where god literally speaks he says it's not good 
for man to be alone. And a lot, a lot of times we talk and we hear that scripture from, from the lens of marriage and, and marriage is a great relationship, right? But, but I, I will challenge all of us as we talk today to not just think about being alone and it being good for us, you know, not to be alone from, from the lens of marriage, but also thinking about that just from the lens of any relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So I think what people don't realize, and this, this is scientifically a fact. Yeah. Isolation, you being alone mm. is the number one killer. In fact, human beings being disconnected from other people and from society leads to heart disease. Yeah. It, le- it leads to illness yeah. and not wellness. And so, um, you know, I work in the mental health field mm-hmm. and literally our mission is to end isolation. Mm. And there's a reason for that. And there's a reason that there are 300 plus organizations just like the one that I work for under the same umbrella doing the same thing. And so we have to understand that relationships are essential components Mm -hmm. of living. They are our best, our finest, our most valuable resource that we have. So, and they are the things that keep us well. Yeah. Yeah. And so we need to do them well, but so many times we as parents, Mm -hmm. uh, we as leaders, we as bosses, we as ministers don't really teach people how to do it, how to do relationships. We teach them all kinds of other things. But the only way that we learn relationship is just by watching. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's not always effective not because always some people don't have good <laughs> habits. You, right. know? So you pick up bad habits from other people. So it's so important that you really learn. And we don't spend our society doesn't, and this is just, this is globally, right? doesn't spend or invest the resources in relationship training. That's right. That's we right. We need relationship training. That, I mean, I mean, li- literally. Period. Li- I can yeah, drop exactly. the mic and period, wipe boo, period, poo. Period, boo. Right? No, We're, poo, not boo. Oh, it's not poo? No, it's period, my, poo. My, my bad, y'all. You know, I, I, don't, I don't Do you I boo, don't know. period, I don't, poo. I don't, I don't okay. know. But, but okay. seriously speaking, <laughs> The relationship thing is is critical. And if we don't teach people how to do effective relationships, this is what happens. You will always go back to what you know. Right. Right. Let let me say that. You will always go back to what you know. So if you don't know how to function properly in relationships, you then will always go back to dysfunction. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Because our brain is on autopilot. The reason that it does that. And that's why we have biases and all these sorts of things functioning in our lives because our brain is trying to conserve energy because it's taking on more input than it can process. And so if we're not taught and we don't make these habits, this is so good. We'll go back into the autopilot of our brain. So Mm -hmm. our brain, basically I'm going to dumb it down, make it simple. We have an autopilot and we have a break, an emergency break, right? It's going to be one or two reactions that we do. We're either functioning on autopilot, which that's where our habits will operate once we change them by intentionality or break. So Mm -hmm. you'll either be in no relationships at all. (laughs) And that won't be good. And that won't be good. Right, right. Or you'll just be functioning in old habits that may be good. Right. You may find that you do some of these things or they may not be good. And we're just giving you the top four. There are so many other habits. Yeah. And, and and literally what we're talking about tonight, I mean, there there are so many things we could go into, but we're really trying to give you the four top habits to help you to have 
an effective relationship. So listen, so if you're in a marriage, if you're just trying to, to be in positive relationships, this is for you. So do me a favor right now. Um, if you have not already done so, go ahead and share this out. We yes. would love for you to share it out on social media. We would love for you to, to ping some of your friends and let them know what's going down in Chinatown. So, so let people know that we are talking about effective relationships and we want to give you these four habits on, on today. Yes. So whether you're married, you're single, you have children, all these things absolutely apply. So should we jump into this? Yeah, thing? We, we, jump we, in we got we got a lot that we're going to be talking about talk today. About all right. Yeah. So today, again, four habits, all relationships must have four habits, all relationships must have. And, and, and we're going to jump into the first one. Right. Mm. The first habit is what we call understand not judge. Mm -hmm. We have to get in a position where we're, we're we're willing and we're being intentional. You'll hear that word a lot tonight. We're being intentional to understand and not judge. And and this really is all about the understanding of of self and and when you I say it this way, understanding self is the foundation of success, right? So when we really begin understanding ourselves, how we're wired, how we're made up, what things we do, what things we don't do so well, first and foremost, it'll help us understand ourselves. But once we understand ourselves, we can understand how we then interact with other people. And that that's that's a huge thing. Yeah, the the easiest thing to do is to just judge. Yep. Yep. Um and again it goes back to the autopilot in our brain. So we need to slow down and and get deeper. First mm. of all, deeper with ourselves. To yeah. have a deep understanding of who we are, how we show up mm -hmm. and how we operate and then seek to understand how the other people in our lives yeah. show up. That's so um, good. What their strengths are, where their opportunities lie so that we don't find ourselves frustrated yeah. over how they are, who they are, how they show up. Because so many times the enemy will beat us up mm -hmm. and cause us to be opposed to one another. Yes. Because our strengths cause friction with each other. Ooh. And if the enemy can get us to be pitted apart from each other because yes. of our strengths, then we can never join those together and become like this relationship Voltron. Yeah. And be more Some of them don't powerful. even know who they don't even know who no, Voltron some is. Some people don't know. <laughs> Y'all need to Google Voltron, by the way. Google <laughs> Voltron. <laughs> so we we can't join to our our strengths together to right. be more powerful right. um, as two individuals coming to bring our gifts, talents, and abilities to focus in on, on one area. Instead, we, come oppo we become opposed to mm. each other because we don't understand e how each other is different. Yeah. And we don't appreciate it. We don't, we don't work to understand. We just judge it right off the rip. Now, fortunately for us, when we look at our MBTI, we mm -hmm. look at our DISC uh, assessment, you know, we've been able to get along well because actually we're a lot alike in some areas. Right, right. Yeah, some of the uh, finer, granular things are different. But, you know, they say opposites attract. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that's really interesting because if that is true, then you could find yourself, especially as a couple, yep. in a lot of trouble because we are going to instinctually, not habitually, mm -hmm instinctually judge people because yeah. they are different rather than learning to understand them yeah. where they are and how what they bring to the table, you know, adds a little pizzazz, you yeah. know, it might be the icing on your cake. And, and it's interesting, you know, even as, as we're talking about this, you know, 
being able to understand your spouse or your friends or what have you. I mean, that's critical, right? Right. So, so like, like when we, when I look at our relationship, you know, we've known each other for, you know, three months of Sundays. I've known this girl since I was 15 years old or so. And she, she continues to get more fine, like fine wine, right. With time. So, you know, the, the amazing thing though is, is literally under, like I get to know you every day. Yeah. And and there's something more that I learn about you every single mm-hmm. day. And and even the things that I, I thought that I knew about you, it changes and it evolves over time. So yeah. I have to be in a place to where I'm continuing to be intentional, to try to learn as much as I can and understand you, right, yes. to the best of my ability and allow you to understand me at the, at, you know, in, in the best of, of your ability. Mm-hmm. So it, it with this, it really comes down to, you know, not only understanding self, but also being able to communicate that. Yes. You know, the problem though is if I don't know me, I can't. Com- How can you communicate? Right. I can't. I can't communicate that. Right? right. So when people Much say, less that, understand me." Right. Right. So when people say, "Well, what's the problem?" Literally, you're you're shrugging your shoulders because you're like, "I don't. I don't. I don't know what the problem is because right. I don't know." He what's just what's does going this, on? And she just does yeah. that. Da, 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 da. That's why I specifically use the word seek. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have to seek to understand. So it's very in, intentional. Right. Um, and it has to be, you got to do this on purpose. Right. You got to communicate and work through these things so that you can begin to really understand how someone operates. So many times we, what we see when we counsel people, mm-hmm. um, is that they take everything personal. Mm-hmm. They think people are doing these certain things that they don't like on purpose right. just to make them upset right. or whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I have a good example. Um, in our, in the beginning of our relationship, Um, there was a lot of tension around the fact that I thought you were way too flirtatious. Mm. Um, and that me flirtatious, like (laughs) I was like, Oh, he over here, he a hot boy, you know, he he over here, he trying to holler at everything. And then, you know, consequently, because he's an extrovert, that's where he gets his energy from. Right. You know, he's super outgoing. He connects with people. He's a great communicator. Y'all see that. You see it every day. And so when you're immature, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I misunderstood. And so I judged it. But also other people, other Mm -hmm. females, Mm y'all, females, Mm -hmm. women's, Mm -hmm. they was girls at the time. (laughs) They would misunderstand and misinterpret also. Right. But I had to realize, I came to the realization as I became more confident in our relationship because we communicated right. and I began to understand you right, right. that you weren't being flirtatious. Right. You were being an extrovert. Right, right. You know, you were being what? An I. I was an I, yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you were yeah. being an extroverted I. Yeah. So you were just being who you were. And I didn't understand that. Like right. I thought, Oh, he doing that on purpose. He just, <laughs> you know, he trying to show me that I ain't got him on lock. I'm gonna lock it down. <laughs> you know, but oh, no, really, man. that was just who you are. And yeah. I just misunderstood, but, um, I'm glad mm-hmm. that I was intentional to seek. Right. And then rather judge, accept, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, that's the other place that we have to get to mm-hmm, is accepting number one, accepting ourselves mm-hmm. and how we are mm-hmm. and not trying to be somebody else because yeah. that you don't show up as authentically you, right. You become right. an imposter. And we've talked right. about that. Right. And you know, it's, it's funny as we talk about that. Um, she did mention that I, I am an I in my disc profile. I'm, not a, flirtatious, I'm, hot boy. I'm a high eye <laughs> meaning like yes. I'm, I'm about as much I 
as you can be. So, mm-hmm. so for me, what that literally means is I, I gained energy from, from going out, from talking to uh, communicating with people to now, if, if I don't have that in my life, literally it can put me in a bad place. Yeah. It can put me in a depressed state. My, my mm-hmm. wife used to get mad at me because I was always like, Hey, come on, let's go somewhere. She's like, can we just sit at home? You know, I'm not too, but I'm not a high eye. Can we just like hang out a little bit? And I'm like, no, 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 let's, let's go. But, but that's how I gain energy. So again, with her understanding that and understanding how I'm wired, it it led to something positive and productive as, as opposed to it leading to something negative and, um, I eat divorce because the, the truth of the matter is there are so many couples I know that we counsel and that we talk to who, because they don't understand that, they look at it and then they interpret it in a certain way and yeah. then they create a movie in their mind, right? Yeah, because I, I could have, if I misunderstood it and didn't ex- try to understand and right. accept, I could have felt like I wasn't enough. Right. Because if you have to constantly be going out to find this fulfillment and to gain this energy, which I didn't need as much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I could feel inadequate right. at, as a wife. But instead, because we've come to a place of understanding, I've allowed your strength mm-hmm. to kind of like by osmosis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, become a part of the who that I am. Right. And I've accepted them and, I, and I've begun to pick up some of those traits. Right. And so what it's done is it's given us a balance because I sought and I accepted. And right. now I find myself being a more balanced person. Mm. So I'm not a high eye still, mm-hmm. but I, I enjoy, I have put myself in uncomfortable places mm. so that I could understand you. Yeah. And now those places that were once uncomfortable no longer bring discomfort to me. That's so good. I find them comfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, it's still not, you know, my, my thing. Right. But I'm more comfortable there because I, I love and appreciate you. And, and, and honestly, I think that's the big part. And, and from from a marriage perspective, mm-hmm. that that makes me as a husband feel amazing um, to know that my wife is meeting me where I am yeah. and is not trying to change me, no. is not trying to, you know, fix me. I was it, at the beginning. <laughs> it, I was going right, to fix it. Right. I'm not, I, I, I'm not broken. You know what I mean? No, and and, no, and, and I, I think a lot of times in relationships, mm-hmm. you know, that's what we hear. Yeah. You know, I need to fix him or I have to fix her. And, and the truth of the matter is, they're not broken. No, instead of trying to fix them, we got to get to the place where we understand them. And Absolutely. once we understand them, then we can work because right. we, we, we know, we know my, my dad says it this way. He said, if, if I can give you the rules, you can win the game every time. Right. So, so we gotta, we gotta learn and understand the rules of the game yeah. of, of the relationship, if you will, that we're playing. So let, let, let me ask no this um, just, just real quick in the comment section, if you're watching live or if you're watching in the replay, if you've taken a disc assessment, MBTI assessment, something like that, put a one in the comments. Okay. The reason that I'm asking this is because those two, two assessments, they're, they're powerful assessments yeah. and they will help you understand self so that you can understand others. And if you have not taken an assessment like this, listen, I'm telling you, you are doing yourself a disservice, right? Maybe your spouse or other people yeah. that you're in relationship yeah. with. Cause I, you know, that has been, that's been the cheat code Yeah, for real. For yeah. Real. Literally, literally for us in marriage counseling, we work with couples who are either already married mm-hmm. or going to get married mm-hmm. um, for them to understand each other on a deeper level and to literally take that judgment away um, because we're constantly passing judgment again because it's just easier 
right. than trying to dig in and understand something that is uh, countercultural, um, counter to your the way that you are as yep. a person. So, yep. Yep. so good. Yeah, and and and, and that so that's good. that's the thing with you know understanding yourself. You know, you can kind of break out of that mold, yeah. and you can you can begin working like like literally you're you're, you're rechanging the whole construct of, of relationships. Like yeah. that, that's what you're doing when you, when you find out who you are and who others are. Yeah, so and awesome. it destroys that movie in your mind that people are doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. He left his socks on the floor on purpose. Cause he knows it makes me mad. Listen, oh y'all, we gosh. get so petty. <laughs> we just petty. Contrary to popular belief, your, your, your spouse, your friends, they're not waking up every single day trying to figure out what they can do to get on your nerves. Like, no, but, <laughs> but here's the other thing. And this is in this. This is built into this whole number one thing. Mm-hmm. Try to understand. So it may not be important to you. Yeah, that's going good. out all the time wasn't important to right. me. Going places and all of that. I could take it or leave it. But it was important to him. Mm. So if you see that it's important to your spouse, you know, that you not leave a hanger in the window on the curtain rod Maybe for about six months. This is a real thing, y'all. Uh, it was a scientific experiment. Maybe <laughs> you shouldn't do it, but right. you have to know. Other spouse, right. you got to communicate right. that. I can't just be P-E-T-T-Y and leave it up there and see if he notices. And I'd be like, it's been six months. You ain't never <laughs> noticed it. Blah, blah, blah. Right. What matters to me don't matter to you. Right. So come on, y'all. Communicate. All right. So, so, so again, the first one, understand, not judge. The, the second one that we want to look at today is, is, is this. We got to get to the place where it's about a resolution, not, not a revolution. Do you want a revolution? Right. Do you want a revolution? Whoop, whoop, whoop. No, not in this situation. <laughs> a revolution is like a sudden shift in power, and that's right. what we want. I want right. the power. Right. I want him to like come under my way. It's my way yeah. or the highway. You need to do it like I said. You need to be who I said. You need to say what I say. You need to act how I act. You know, so we 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 have these struggles, right? Because then, rather than our habits being to always seek mm-hmm. a patient compromise, mm-hmm. rather than a sudden power shift. Mm. Can you say that one more again for the people in the back? I, I think I can. Yeah, it was say, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Say it one more so, time for the people in the back. And so we need to seek a patient compromise or yeah. a resolution yeah. rather than a sudden power shift. That is so. Or good. a revolution. That is so good. Right, and so we've got to get to the place where we have established appropriate boundaries so we don't fall into this fight mm. or flight. Because guess what's going to happen? It's inevitable, y'all. Conflict. Mm-hmm. There has been conflict yes. almost since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Once Adam and Eve fell in the garden, yes. conflict came in. Mm-hmm. And it is there to still kill and destroy. And it does it for about 40% of marriages. Yeah. Right? And as a consequence of that, many of those children are that are in those that. marriages yep. then become mentally unwell. Wow. And so it's like a cycle. It's an unraveling that begins to happen. Yeah. And it starts with conflict. And when conflict isn't properly managed with patient mm-hmm. compromise or resolution, then we fight and flight. Yeah, yeah. You know, you you, you mentioned boundaries, right? Mm, so so important. Yeah, I I think as we talk about coming up with a resolution, we we got to figure out what 
like like when we talk about marriages, what are the rules of engagement yes. to the marriage, right? Just like you and, said and, before. And, and every single marriage, if you don't have your personal rules of engagement, I need you to pause like right now and go figure some of them out, right? Like what are the things that we're going to say yes to and what are the things that we're going to say no to, right? And just don't make like an assumption that you know what they are. Come on, yeah. You know, because you don't. Because again, everybody comes into a relationship, whether it's a marriage or any other relationship with their own set of baggage and ideas about what those boundaries are supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Some folks grew up with Tina and Ike. (laughs) I'm going to tell Philip Edge right now, and this has never happened, y'all, but if he put his hand on me, he going to die. No, (laughs) I won't kill him. I might hurt him a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But no, seriously, you have to establish, you know, what does that look like? Like You you will never hang up on me. I don't care how mad you get. Don't hang up on me. Right, right. Whatever it is. But if you don't write it down, it didn't happen. It ain't there. And it's not going to happen. So make it clear. These boundaries have to be established. And it's never too late. Right. Right. Establish the boundaries with your children, like the rules of engagement. Yes. I tell my children all the time, I am not your friend. friend. <laughs> we ain't friends. We ain't friends. <laughs> so don't come at me right. like I'm your boo thing. Right. I'm your friend friend. I'm right. your, you know, whatever, because we We're are not, not friends. that. That's right. Don't call me sister. Don't call me girl. Mm-hmm. I'm not your friend. And that's a rule, you know. That is a rule. And and, and it, it, you know, you mentioned the children, but again, I, we set rules and boundaries with with friends. You know, um, I have a friend of mine. His, his name is Jay, and Jay, <laughs> I, I've established that's my brother, man. I, but He's not I, allowed to bring gummy bears <laughs> to the house anymore. Well, that's a rule that you established, but we, yes. anyways, um, I won't talk about the the back. Room. Anyways, um, here's like with Jay. Jay knows one of the rules I established was if we're talking on the phone, and you call. He he automatically gets put to the back burner. He he go ahead and say bye. And and, and again, it, it's it's something that we've established. I'm like, look, bro, if my wife call, um, you are my guy. Um, you know, we but I'm gonna get back with you because I need to figure out what's going on with my wife. Now, she may just it might just be one second. She might just have to ask me a quick question, but guess what? I'll call you back real quick. Because at the end of the day, when I when I think about priorities, my priorities Lie right beside me. Not, 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 you know, and I, I love my buddy. You know what I'm saying? That, that's my guy. But you don't have to sleep in the same bed. With but we, ain't, we, yeah, we ain't sleeping <laughs> in the same bed. No, 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 it ain't that kind of party, right? Yes. So, but, but I, we've established a, 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 a rule of engagement. And that might sound so simple, but guess what? He knows. You know what I'm saying? So, so now he'd be like, ah, oh, okay, boom, I, I, I'll get with you later. Like, it's not even a question. Because we've established the rule. And once resolution becomes a habit that you're constantly seeking to resolve conflict um, with patient compromise, you avoid that fight and flight. And so now your relationship, instead of being me centric Mm. and focused on you, and that's what fight and flight, because those are instinctual things. And that's all about you surviving. you got to get beyond there. Relationships aren't just about allowing you to survive. They're about bringing, adding value to your life. And so it now has to evolve into a place of we centric Mm. so now you're thinking not just of yourself come on but about us and so you you break those cycles of that shift of power that demand to be in control yeah and to understand that there's more than one person you know that your behaviors their behaviors are impacting right right um so just having the habit to always come to a resolution and unfortunately 
there's so many couples that get caught up in this trap. Mm-hmm. And you got fight, flight, and one other F that would be a really inappropriate one to use, <laughs> but it also is instinctual, and y'all know where I'm going, grown folk. There you go. But s- listen, people literally, relationships riddle, literally get hung up in this, mm-hmm. and they love to have a good fight mm-hmm. because then they're going to kiss and make up. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the other F. And so they get caught in these cycles. Right. And, and it's it's passionate, but it's it's out of it's uncontrolled right, passion. Right, right. Um, compassion turns passion into agape love. Mm. So now it's you know passion is temporal. Yeah, you know, but now it turns it in into compassion. That's good. So when I'm not looking at to have a revolution, I'm looking to have a resolution. Now I have compassion, which is a deeper level of intimacy yeah. than just kiss and make up. That's good. And so you have to get into making a habit of resolution so you're not you're not stuck in that trap. Mm-hmm. It feels good in the moment, but you know what? That will run out over time. Right. Right. That right. that that goes away yeah. with, with time. I I love what you're saying and um just even thinking about it, you know, that that fight or flight mentality versus, you know, how are we going to come to a resolution mm-hmm. together, you know. Yeah. One is 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 focus in on I, right? And and honestly speaking, we are we are selfish people. Like we are. I mean, let's just let's just be we are selfish and we have to fight to work as we we have to fight to work as team. We have to be intentional to work as team. And again, if you don't write it down, if you don't have something that you can say, this is what we're doing. These are the boundaries. These are the rules then there are no rules. And what happens in your marriage and in your relationships is you function like the wild, wild west. And that's when somebody Mm. gets on your nerves. Now you're like, right. It's the what anything goes, you know, and 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 it's like, well, if you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you worse. If you said this to me, I'm going to say something worse because we're functioning like the wild, wild west as opposed to functioning from a place where we're trying to get resolved. Yeah. And so if you're in this place, Um, when I used to work at the boys and girls club, when kids were in this place, um, we would put them in the get along shirt. So get you (laughs) the get along shirt. I remember that. Put you in a get along shirt. Everybody in the same shirt. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Everybody in the same shirt or hold hands and walk around the gym until you work it out. You know, um, you know, little boys don't like to hold hands with other little boys or even other little girls. Right, 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 right. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you know, have that. I got to tell Philip sometime, all right, we need to get in the get-along shirt. <laughs> now, really, we, you know, we don't really, we don't argue like that because we we argue with boundaries. Right, right. And, and, and I'll say this. We argue fair. We disagree. You can disagree, but you're, the, you di- argue the, fair. the disagreement does not have to be, you know, something that's going to cause a disruption to where it's going to um, hinder the relationship, right? Yeah, I love a good disagreement yeah. because I think, you know, it, it helps to sharpen me. Iron sharpened iron. The only way that it can do that is with conflict. So conflict Absolutely. is not a bad thing in a relationship. It's only bad when you're constantly looking to be um, the king of the mountain. Mm. That uh, look, If Ooh. I had a fire emoji, I would, I, would, oh, yeah, yeah. I would hit the fire emoji. I would hit the fire emoji. What's number three? Number three, number three. We have to unite, not fight. Ooh. So we, we have to Take unite and not fight. So, so again, and we've kind of talked just a little bit about it, but, but let me just say this. This is about how can we come together? Come not, together not how can we. Right now. 
I don't know Ooh, the next words. Me. Over me. Okay, I got you. I got you. so so. How can we come together? Not that was not from fight. My, my background. It was not okay. not my yeah, not yeah. my. Now, if it was some Al Green or something, hey, I would have known that. But anyways, um, Amos three and three. It, it says, "How can two walk oh, together yeah. unless they agree?" Right. So so there, it, like like literally, what he's speaking about is. We got to be unified in the way that we walk in our approach and what we say and what we do. If not, it's going to cause disagreement, right? And disagreement is a riff. And, and a riff is not good in any kind of relationship. In a marriage relationships and, 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 a, and a friend-to-friend relationship, listen, that is not good. You, you don't want to be fighting your friends all the time. <laughs> so we got to figure out how in the world can we unite together. And I think part of the problem in many relationships, um, the reason we don't unite is over silly little things. Yes, petty. You know, we the little things do matter mm-hmm. in that we nitpick so much. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to number one, because we're not really fully understanding the person. We're just judging them. Mm-hmm. And so we nitpick, we pick apart everything, or we take it personal. But how we go from the fight to unite is really through appreciation. That's so good. And it's, you know, realizing the value. Sometimes we don't realize the value value that other people bring yeah but just think for a moment like the moment that you feel like you want to nitpick some kind of fight or you're feeling like you're starting to be judgmental Mm -hmm. or you're you're starting to recognize like you want this power shift or control Mm -hmm. i want you to just stop for a minute and and connect yourself to those things that unify you that bring you together the things that you value or appreciate about that person and then imagine if those things weren't there anymore right 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 you know because again we do make pictures in our mind like he never do anything Mm -hmm. i do the laundry Mm -hmm. i cook i do this i do that and then you think if you just stop and pump your brakes Mm -hmm. instead of being bitter look at the better and say you know he he does this he does that Mm -hmm. you know my dad always said the absence makes Mm -hmm. the heart grow fonder yeah sometimes we can't be absent from each other in the body Mm. But if we can get absent from each other in our mind, mm-hmm. in a place within our mind, and have a revelation of what that person really does. That's good. That's good. And begin to understand the true value that they bring. You know, if you got to meditate for a moment, once yep. you start feeling that nitpicky fight kind of thing coming on you, mm-hmm. sit down and evaluate and say, well, you know, what would my life be like without this, you know, wow. this child? What yeah. would my life be like without this friend, without yeah this spouse or significant other, you know, because ultimately it's our valuing each other that brings warmth Mm. into our relationship. And when I'm talking about warmth, I'm talking about connectivity, intimacy. The more that I value you, the more I'm going to want to connect with you. Absolutely. So y'all, if y'all want to connect with your wife, you know, the other, uh, you better, you better go value, you better go value and appreciate, you better tell her how much you value her, (laughs) you know, and not like, you know, one of them extra value meals, but like you for real, for real. Right. 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 By the steak, baked potato. You you know, it's, it's, it's amazing that you even bring it up. You know, I know again, even when we're counseling people, um, one of the first questions that we ask couples in trouble is, um, when's the last time y'all connected? Are you connecting? You know what I mean. When is the last time did y'all you know connected? Your wife? Right? Did you did you know your wife <laughs> exactly? And, and and nine times out of ten, they're you know not. they're not they're not connecting, right? And and therein lies much of the problem. You know, um, if, if you are connecting, it's hard to be mad at somebody when you're connecting. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it sure it, is. It's real hard to be mad when when you are connecting. So again, you know, you we got to get to the place to where we we are uniting 
and and we're not we're not fighting. And again, it's very intentional. Mm-hmm. It's like intentionally trying to connect to slow down and, yep. and not let you your mind take over and make pictures. How can you connect? You know, keeping date nights sacred, yeah. keeping time together sacred with each other, spending if you have multiple children, spending time with just one child. Yeah. You know, get it in where you can fit it in, but make sure that yeah. you make it a priority because intentionality makes your relationship go beyond functionality. Absolutely. Absolutely. We see so many marriages and relationships. They're just functional. Mm, yeah. But they're nothing beyond just functional. We, we want it to be more. Do you yeah. not want it to be more than just yeah. functional? Yeah. I want it to be more than functional. I, I want to be not just one level up from dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be fabulous. Mm-hmm. When people say how, what's your relationship like? I yeah. want I want to be able to say it's fabulous. Absolutely. It's beyond functional. It is absolutely fabulous. My relationship with my child is fabulous. The relationship with my, my husband, honey is fabulous, Mm. not just functional. So I'm going to challenge you. Where can you unite in your relationships to take them either from dysfunctional to functional and then from functional to fabulous. Mm. That's good. Three steps, but you got to do it. That's good. That's good. I, like uh, somebody need to write that one down. That sounds like that's gonna be a, a challenge this week. Uh oh. That's a challenge this week. How how you how you gonna move the needle? That's a challenge this week. All right. The fourth one that we're talking about. We have to get to the place where we ask and not expect. Ask and not expect. You better um, ask somebody. <laughs> you know this is funny. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give a real story uh, for for us. Um, you know, I traveled a lot and um th- there were there were many many times where I was not here what have you so you know sometimes I, I would be oblivious to to things that I probably should not be oblivious sometimes to sometimes still is like <laughs> <laughs> like 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 the trash can like the trash can so so you know one of the things like like growing up um with my parents um literally who if the trash can was full Whoever recognizes the trash can was full, just took the trash can out. You know what I'm saying? Just took it out. It was it was no big deal. So so <laughs> growing up, that is what I saw. I saw my mom, trash can full, take the trash out. I saw my dad, trash can full, take the trash out. They taught us, hey, trash can full, take the trash out. Right? This is something that was ingrained in us. Now, my wife. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I think you missed the lesson. <laughs> Uh, well, because nobody in this house <laughs> know what a full trash can look like, y'all. They think it got one more little corner. Your house like that? Well, I'm like, y'all. It always has one more corner. Out. No, it all, even when it's falling out, it always has one more corner. I y'all. come home from work, y'all. I still got my coat on, my backpack on, my AirPods in, talking to my mom, and I'm like. These hey. people don't know what a full trash can hey. looks like. You missed the lesson. It's, it's, Martian Dennis. It's, it's not. It's not he, full. It's not missed, full. He missed the lesson. <laughs> so look. So anyway. So, so, so my my household was different. Yeah, your household was. Tell them about your household. So usually, you know, that was just kind of. It was probably something that my dad learned by seeing. Again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it. We just learned it by what we saw. Right. And so we passed judgment on it because we didn't seek to understand. Right. Right. So we're not asking, hey, how do you want to handle the trash? This, this is something y'all simple, need y'all. To ask about how you want to handle the trash. <laughs> there are certain gender roles in your house that right. aren't the same in, in the other person's house. Absolutely. So this is, you know, for marriages, really any relationships, okay? But really for marriages, mm-hmm. y'all ask. 
instead of expecting. Because you'll get your expectancy way up here. Yes. Only to be like, bloop, 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 bloop. Yep. Right? Yep. So my dad, he was, yeah, he's the trash man. And that's not <laughs> what it says in that song. But um, he would collect all the trash. Right. You know, you have a certain day and he'd take the trash. I mean, honestly, y'all, I don't really ever remember, like, the trash ever being trashy, like overflowing right. that. I really don't remember that. My dad would take the trash out. And then like, you know, the day you got to put the can out to the street, you go around and you collect all the extra trash <laughs> because otherwise the one can for seven people in a house, <laughs> it's full up by like Tuesday. Right. Who does this? It doesn't right. go out till Friday. Right. So, you know, that's what I saw. Right, right. So we had to have a conversation, <laughs> right? And, and literally, and she, talk about she, the she, trash. Actually, she actually came and she asked me, she was like, you know, growing up, who, 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 took took out the, the who took out the trash in your house? And I was like, who, whoever recognized that it was filled. Obviously not him. <laughs> right. So, so it, <laughs> but, but at that moment, I think you had an epiphany because you thought, yeah. I, you thought I was just like, not taking out the trash, be, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was neglecting one of my duties. Yeah, you know, as as a, my husbandly duties, right? Yeah. I was neglecting that. Yeah, it, it was just like a, a gender role kind of thing right. for me, and I right. didn't really ever think about it like beyond there, um, at all. But you know, now, um, we take out the trash. Right, right, and, and, and we, he even we, collected the trash this last week, come y'all. On, somebody, I think he was come preparing on. for the show, so on, you know, somebody. I couldn't bust him out or whatever. <laughs> But but the the cool thing is instead of just expecting, yeah, you know, again that that's this is a simple example. But <laughs> instead of expecting, asked. we we asked, and once we asked, then we were able to define our own norm and expectation and boundary for our household and our relationship. And if we're not doing that, and if you're not doing that, therein lies a lot of the problem. I mean, because what it turns into is mistrust and disrespect. Yeah. If you don't ask. Right. For, for a silly reason. Mm-hmm. Why won't we just ask? Come we on, just somebody. run around with all these expectations about life and about other people. Yep. I mean, we just, we don't ask. Yep. You know, we don't ask simple things. Like, y'all don't even ask about what your spouse really like in the bedroom. You mm. don't even really know. Right. They right. just expecting that you know. Right. They, right. How are they supposed to know? Exactly. How are you supposed to know? Exactly. How do they know what you feel on the inside? Even right. emotionally. Right. You just expect that he knows that when he said you he says this or she says that, that it hurts your feelings. Right. How are you supposed to know? You don't. Ask. If you ask, you need to ask and discuss. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not expect and assume. That's right. Because you know what happens when you assume? When you ask. You you know what? Too many relationships are out there right now, and you're struggling, mm. and you're going without. And the only reason you're going without, it's not because you lack it within your relationship. You, you have ask. not because, because you, you ask, ask not. not. Come on. Yep. So come on, somebody. Open your mouth. If you intend to live the rest of your life with this person, why are you afraid to ask? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You better ask. Ask for what you want. Share what you want. Yes. Discuss and tell. That's the only way that we are going to know. Mutual respect, mutual trust I love come it. from asking and discussing, not expecting and assuming. Mm. 
That that was good. Yes. That was good. That was Stop good. Stop being donkeys. Right, right. So, so 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 let let's let's review today. Let's review. The first thing we talked about is being able to understand not and not judge. judge. Understand and not judge. Number two is resolution and not do you want a revolution? Whoop, whoop. Do you want a revolution? The third thing we talked about is being able to unite and not to fight. Unite and not fight. And finally, and finally number four, you need to ask and not expect. Come on. Mm-hmm. Ask. Ask somebody. You better ask somebody, baby. Yeah. Baby, right? baby. <laughs> so, so look, that, that is what we have today. As we came in, we just wanted to talk about four habits all relationships must have. We went through them. Um, it is Habits, our prayer that, that you got some nuggets from this thing, some gems from this thing that you can write down to make your relationships married married and otherwise the best that they could be. Come now, let, let, let me just say this. If you don't or have never taken a DISC assessment and begin to understand self, remember, understanding self is the foundation of Beginning. success. Let me say it again. Understanding self is the foundation of of success so we do have a tool like i said we, we call it the cheat code um check out this yeah this thing right here i'm an individual i'm an individual with my own way of doing things with my own way of doing things i have my own strengths i have my own strengths and my blind spots and my blind spots i like things done my way i like things done my way But what happens when two individuals come together and bring two different paradigms? Upbringings and way of doing things. Miscommunication at a high level. What if you could hardwire your relationship for success? What if you could understand the why behind actions and speak the same language? What if you possessed a cheat code for your relationship that provided an opportunity for you to always win. If you're ready for your relationship to level up, don't wait. You need to click the buttons below now. Get started and get your own personalized relationship cheat code. So that is the relationship cheat code. Listen, I, I implore you, if you have not done an assessment to understand wh- where you are and who you are, you need to start today. We will throw um, a link inside mm-hmm. of the comments just to, to for those of you who have never done anything like that, um, just to, to help you, to get you going. Because, again, that's the foundation. Head. That's the foundation, and that, and that is exactly where where we need to start. So, yep. with that being said, final thoughts, babe. Final thoughts. My final thoughts. Yes, yeah. man. Relationships are too important to leave to chance. Mm, that's so good. That's mm-hmm. so good. And I'll just say this: you 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 are worth it, and your relationships are worth it. So yes. we have to be intentional about building these things. And 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 when we're intentional, we can be successful. Um, with any type of relationship. So with that being said, we say thank you so much for tuning into The Edge Life on today. This is episode number 51. 51. Next week, make sure you tune in. We have a special one-year anniversary show. We're going to take a look at some of our uh, most viewed shows. We'll have some surprises and some special gifts. So you need to make sure that you tune in to The Edge Life on next week. That's all we got for you today, y'all. Y'all be easy. Peace. Peace. Edge life, you 
too close to the edge We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead It's that edge life, oh, oh Gotta get it in your head, baby, welcome to the edge life You're too close to the edge We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead It's that edge life